Welcome to Wife Talks, the space where wives can share, grow, laugh, and learn together. I'm your host, Shayla Bernardo. Let's jump into today's episode. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, because we've had some husbands tune in. Welcome, everyone, to the third episode into the podcast. Super excited. We are still on the Shut Up series. Um, This one is called Are You Ready for Your Prayers? I think that everyone is going to be blessed by this, uh, especially the married ladies, but I think the single ladies are going to get it too. And The husbands might get checked a little bit, so I'm excited. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for tuning in. I mean, let's get into it, okay? Um, First, I want to start before we get too deep, though, just to say thank you, because so many people have been reaching out to me. Um, You guys are listening to the podcast. You're loving it, and I really appreciate it. Um, I appreciate the feedback. Look, God wrestled with me on this, and I started doing it, and I hope that this changes your lives. Um... And I'm excited. This is going to be a super transparent episode. So let's do it. As usual, we are going to start the episode with a scripture uh, or two. And I'm excited. So today we're going to be reading Psalm 55, verse 1 through 2, and then Psalm 55, verse 23. Give ear to my prayer, O God. Do not hide yourself from my supplication. Attend to me and hear me. I am restless in my complaint and moan noisily. 23. But I will trust you. So I want to start by diving into this episode with a question. And that question is, do you trust God with your husband or are you trying to change him yourself? Now, I'm going to be, I'm serious. I'm going to be completely transparent in this episode and say, I wasn't completely trying to change my husband, but for me, I felt like in the beginning of my marriage that, okay, I maybe have a little more experience in this area or a little more experience in this area. And I can, here we go. This is where you, you make it right in your mind by coming up with reasons to justify how you're uh, uh, acting or whatever. And in my mind, I was like, you know, I can help him. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So at the beginning of my marriage, that was a, that was a wrestle for me. And I have to honestly say that the Holy Spirit definitely had to check me on some things at the beginning of my marriage. And this was definitely one of them. I never felt like I necessarily wanted to change him, or at least I didn't think I was, but in a way I was trying to do something that I was praying God would do anyway. So you're probably like, no, girl, I'm not trying to change my man. It's not even like that, whatever. Okay, well, here's something to think about. You're trying to change him if, one, you constantly remind him of the kind of man he should be. That is extremely dangerous territory. We will probably dive into that into another episode, but know this. The word should should never be in your vocabulary as a married person, as a dating person, even as a single person. For one thing, there is no 
uh, caliber of the way things should be because everybody's life is different. Everyone's experience is different. Every human being on this planet is different. So how can you say what something should be if it's existing for the first time? You get married, unless you're marrying the same person over and over again, which I don't think we're doing. Um, it, it, it happens though. Um, but you have something, you have a new experience, it's fresh. You can't tell a thing what it should be when you are not the creator of it. Okay? So it's really, really important that you get this, ladies. You cannot tell your husband how he should be. You did not create him. You can tell him how you would like him to be. You could tell him how you would prefer him to be. But how he should be is up to God. You're trying to change a man if you're consistently shoving things down his throat that you said before, which we talked about nagging. You can't nag your way into a good husband. That never happens. I've yet to hear testimony for that. So let's not and say we did. You complain about who he isn't. You're trying to change him if you complain about who he isn't. There is nothing worse or bigger chink in a man's pride than to hear, oh, you know, I know you're not this and that's okay. First of all, you're doing a lot. If you are starting off a conversation with, I know you're not, and then finishing it off with, but that's okay. That's really, really weak. It's a weak finish to a strong sentence with a very negative connotation. So, hmm. Be careful about how you complain about who he isn't. You're trying to change him if you try to intimidate him with comparison. It's always a bad idea to compare your husband to anyone or anything. Not your dad, not Denzel Washington, not um, Jack from This Is Us. Listen, (laughs) stop comparing your husband because again, you cannot... Tell a thing what it should be when you have not created it. You're trying to change him. Lastly, if you suggest things to him that you know he isn't ready for. And in parentheses I have because God hasn't done the work in him yet to even say yes. Let me tell you something. It's something really powerful to sit in a position as a wife and see something in your husband that he doesn't even see yet. And your husband is going to take it as you trying to change him when you're making suggestions for things that he does not yet have a vision for. Your husband can have a vision to lead your family, but the great man that you see in him, which is probably, I hope, why you married him, he doesn't always, men don't always see it right out, right? That's what attracted you to him because you saw, you saw that purpose glowing all over him. You saw him walking in his glory and... If you're constantly trying to suggest things to him to push him towards his purpose that he don't even know about yet, that's also dangerous territory because a lot of times that's how people end up running from their purpose, Um, especially when it comes to marriage and, and for men leading a household because you can't you can't push him into being the husband that you know he can be. It's not your job to push him into anything. It's your job to love him. Okay. So God can't do the work on your husband if you can't be humble enough to let him do the work. And that's really important to grasp. Ladies, hear me loud and clear, okay? Trust me, this is something that I I have I have had to learn 
and I've had to take a step back from. I know that I am called to my husband, the purpose that I see in him and the man that I see when I look at him is something, is someone absolutely just, I see what's next. I see what's next for him, but I cannot get in God's way of doing that work. It's not my job to tell my husband what I see is next. That's God's job. He has to be led by the Holy Spirit. And the Bible talks about, um, you know, he who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. Um, I will say of the Lord that he is my refuge and my strength, my God and who I trust. Let me tell you something. Your husband has to get to the point where God is his refuge and God is his strength. And if your husband is not there yet, it's okay. But just know that you can't push him into that. If you're trying to push him into that, you are not ready for the man that you're praying for because you don't trust that God is going to do his part. God don't need you to co-sign. He got you here without your help. He going to get your husband to where he needs to be without your help too. And so a lot of women will say, okay, well, what the heck am I supposed to do? Like, I know that my husband is this great man. He's, he's called to do these great things. What am I supposed to do while I'm waiting? Okay, I got you. What do you do while you wait on God? Number one, be specific with your prayers. You know the kind of man that you see in him, right? And whatever it is that you feel like you would love for God to deliver and deliver through your husband. Be specific. Don't just say, God, help him be a good man. What, what is that? What, what is that? That is relative. It is not, it's not specific. Be specific ladies. God, thank you that my husband, and you guys might want to write this down. I actually uh, heard this in a sermon and I can't think of the pastor's name, but I consistently pray this over my husband all the time. But being specific thank you god that my husband is a protector he's a provider he's a prayer warrior he seeks god in all things he is a cultivator of good and beautiful things in this relationship he is a teacher he is a leader he is a lover he takes care of me he sacrifices for me and loves me the way christ loved the church be specific when you speak those things over your husband, because let's be clear, just like a lot of us, look, if you're listening to this podcast, you're married. It doesn't matter what, what, what spectrum of marriage you're on. You're consistently daily learning how to be a better wife. And if you're not, that means you're not growing. All right. What else do you do while you wait on God? Affirm your husband with encouraging words, even if he isn't those things yet. I can't tell you how important it is to not call out the negative things in your husband. It's so important that you speak to the man that you're praying for. That saying, speak what you seek until you see what you've said. That is very relative here. That is very important here. And when it comes to your marriage um, and even husbands, same thing with your wives. Like you have to speak what you seek until you see what you've said. Number three, while you wait on God, stop talking about your husband negatively. Uh, Believe me, believe me, girl. (laughs) I'm married too. 
marriage can be challenging sometimes, but it's challenging so that it will stretch you. Okay. So in those moments where your husband does something and you're like, oh my goodness, I cannot believe he is blank. Stop calling your husband lazy. Stop calling your husband uh, inconsiderate. Stop calling him thoughtless. Stop, stop saying all those negative things. The Bible doesn't say life and death is in the power of the tongue for no reason. And just to give you a, a deeper thought into that as a side note, life and death being in the power of the tongue means you have the power to begin to create and begin life or to end death a thing. So you can either speak to create the husband you want or you can kill the husband that you want. It's your choice, but it's important that if you're going to be praying and you say you, you think you're ready, that you watch your mouth. What do you do while you're waiting on God? Next, you want to actually trust God to do it. Like it's time out for us ladies not accepting the responsibility of not trusting God like oh you know God I really want you to do this thing but I'm just gonna do this and this and this and see how he responds I'm gonna I'm gonna share this with him and see how he responds I'm gonna tell him we need to go to this girl you better let God work sometimes you just gotta trust him you can't always say something let me tell you something what I see for our future is one thing but sometimes you just got to, you got to spoon feed them slow and you got to pray and ask God when it's time. That's, we're going to talk about that a little deeper on another one. <laughs> um, and lastly, what do you do while you wait? Focus on being the woman who deserves the man you're praying for. Listen, a lot of you responded to that um, in the, I think it was in the first episode and I just, it's really important that you understand what it means to focus on being that woman who deserves that man. A lot of times we're praying for this great man who's going to sweep us off our feet and he's going to do everything we ever asked on top of doing the dishes and maybe even cooking occasionally and picking up his drawers and treat you like a princess. And girl, but do you deserve that? Because the woman who deserves that, she doesn't complain about her man. She doesn't complain about what he's not doing. She doesn't complain about, oh, he, he, this, he, that. She doesn't complain when he just wants to come home and take a rest. And so she doesn't do that. And I'm going to tell y'all something like, again, if I have to remind y'all every episode, none of this is preachy. This is all experience. This is real life. This is what I'm living. And God told me to share it. Like I had to, he had to check me. You cannot complain about a thing. And still be trusting. No, 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 no. The focus needs to be on becoming the woman that you need to be. And just like we learned in the first episode, your conduct, your conduct is what will call him closer to Christ and what will ultimately change him. So I know you're like, okay, well, I feel like Shayla, I don't do all of those things. So how do I know? I mean, I feel like I'm ready, right? Like I'm, I've done, I've done what I'm supposed to do. Okay. Signs that you're ready for your dream husband. You stop mentioning those areas that concern you most and you've started talking to God about them. Two, you've been studying on how you can support your husband in his journey to being the mate that you, that you envision. 
So that one I want to dive a little deeper into because a lot of women will say, what do you mean study? The kind of man that you want your husband to be, have you thought about what those opposite, what the opposite of that is? Because that's really important. You want a man who's a leader, but are you ready to be submissive? Can you follow? You want a man who's a provider, but how do you support that provider? You complain about doing the dishes. So now you want him, you want him to do everything. I mean, what is the opposite of that? You want a man who's thoughtful, but how have you shown him that you think of him? You want a man who will sacrifice for you, but you won't even stop watching your shows, your TV, your run of TV shows for a night just to spend time with him and rub his feet. Signs you're ready for your dream husband. Lastly, you've been seeking God to do a work in you. You are not ready to get the husband you're praying for if you are too afraid for God to do a work in you. Because let me tell you something. When God starts doing that work, it gets ugly. It does. It gets very ugly. Like there are moments that you that God is going to show you things about yourself. And you're going to be like, oh my gosh. And and raise his hand. It was me. Definitely me. So I have been there. I am still there. There are still moments, even now, that I'm like, Oh gosh, you know, I started to say something and it was like, but why do you want to say something? And I really had to, I had to analyze that. Like, okay, so your husband made you upset, but why is it that you want to say something? And in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, cause I wanted to prove a point. And so the next question I asked myself was, well, okay, why did you want to prove that point? What were you going to get out of it? Proving I was right. What did being right, what was being right going to do for us in that moment? And how would it affect the day? It would have led to an argument and then we would have been mad at each other. And then he might not have been able to sleep, which would have made him tired for work, which would have made him grouchy, which then would have carried the argument over until the next day. And so in that moment, I checked myself and I just said, okay, I'm sorry. That was my, that was my mistake. It was a misunderstanding. I apologize. Did I agree with him? I did not. Still don't. (laughs) If we being honest. But in that moment, I, I, I have been actively praying, not just for myself, but even for the wives and, and wife support that God would do a work in us because we do want these husbands to be everything we're praying for, but we have to be the wives that deserve it. We have to be ready for them. And if I want a husband who's going to speak to me in a soft word, when he makes a mistake, I cannot respond harshly. That was the lesson that I learned in that moment. And oh, by the way, that was Saturday. That was, well, okay, so you may be listening to this, (laughs) but that was just a few days ago. So this is a constant working that God is doing in us, okay? You're not ready if you're still arguing with your husband about things that you should be talking to God about. Honey, some stuff is not meant for, some things are not meant to be spoken of between you and your husband. Some things are only meant to go to God. It just is what it is because there are going to be moments for the rest of your marriage that you all challenge each other, but it's so important. Everything doesn't need to be talked about with your spouse. And when I say that, yes, you should tell each other, you know, you should be completely open and vulnerable with each other. But in the moments where you all are challenged, similar to what I just explained, I experienced on Saturday, that was a moment where 
you know, I, I was like, okay, God, should I say something? And I let the Holy Spirit check me and I followed, I, I, I listened, I opened up my ear and my heart to be corrected. And that was a moment that I didn't need to say anything and we were perfectly fine. P- skip the whole argument that would have been completely unnecessary. So it's really, really important that you understand you're not ready if you're still arguing with your husband about things that you should be talking to God about. You're not ready if you haven't mastered the silence is golden. Until you learn to shut up the fussing, nagging, and yelling, you won't be able to hear God telling you what you actually should be doing. And this is, I literally just gave you guys a real life example, ladies. Saturday or this the other day (laughs) when because who knows when you're going to listen. Right. But the other day when my husband, you know, when when we were talking and there was a moment and I had to stop and and let the Holy Spirit check me. If I had just gone off at the mouth and it's not like I'm a mouthy person, if I had just even responded, it still would have it would have made him upset. And then we would have went back and forth and I would not have been able to hear God telling me what I should be doing. Mastering silence is golden is a daily decision. It's a daily choice. And you, you may fail sometimes, but it's important that if that's your focus and you're asking God to correct you, that you open your ear and open your heart to hear from him. You're not ready if you're still holding on to things and haven't truly learned how to forgive him. If you haven't learned how to just forgive your husband, he's human. He's going to make mistakes. Okay. You are not married to Jesus. Your husband is going to do things that will upset you. He might leave the toilet seat up. He may, you know, just do something really inconsiderate, but you have to learn to forgive him. That is what love, walking in love is about. And especially if you want God to forgive you for everything you've done up to now, right? You're not ready if you haven't sought God on becoming the perfect match for what you're praying for. You're not ready if you think God should work in your time. Let me tell y'all something. A lot of times we pray and we get frustrated because we want God to answer our prayers right now. We want God, God, I asked you to do this and it's not done. And guess what? It's still not going to be done because you feel like you control God's schedule. Last time I checked, he woke you up recognize right now in this moment that God does not work on your time. And just like he's having to work on you day by day, moment by moment, your husband deserves the same time that God has taken to work on you. It's your job to pray and be patient, be still and know that's what the word says, right? Be still know that I'm God. You got to be still, ladies. Know that God's got this. He doesn't need your help. And that is the last point I have. You're not ready if you're still trying to help God do his job. You, you, If you think you are a God's sidekick, let me tell you something, Robin. At the end of the day, Batman was going to win anyway. <laughs> Seriously, ladies. At the end of the day, God does not need your amen, your cosign, your suggestions. There is no suggestion box for the will of God, okay? He's got this under control and he does not need your help. So I really hope that you go back, you listen to this, you really analyze it, 
sit with the Holy Spirit, sit with this and, and just kind of meditate on it and figure out where you are, figure out what area um, in this podcast you struggle with the most. If there's other things you struggle with, I mean, talk to me, guys, talk to me um, in the group, in the wife support group uh, on our Instagram. It's at on wife support. Just talk to me. I am always going to respond. I will happily talk back. And I just want you guys to know that you're not alone. We're all in this together. We're all growing in God. But it's so important that we make sure we're ready for everything that we're praying for and do the work. I love you guys. Thank you for logging on and listening to this episode. If you want to keep the conversation going, make sure you find us on Instagram at on wife support and to join our private Facebook group where we pray weekly with wives for their husbands and for absolutely amazing marriages. Click the link in the Instagram bio at on wife support. I wish you growth, joy, and peace. But most of all, I wish you the marriage of your dreams, miracles, and blessings.